Hey there, I'm Kay Bess, and I play Persephone Brimstone in Agents of Mayhem. You're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. You are. That was, that was kind of awkward. Hey guys, this is Kritzia Bajos, and I'm here with Sean on the Horribly Awkward Podcast. He's not that awkward. This is Michael Ray Bauer. I'm a 90s star, but basically I'm a star. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. And it's actually pretty horribly awkward. Hey, this is Hannah Tell, the voice of Max in Life is Strange. And you're listening to the Horribly Awkward Podcast. It's so awkward. Welcome to the podcast. I am Sean. Welcome to the podcast. But why are you listening to this podcast? I totally I let you poop, swap the poop deck. Um, I got Casey here swapping the poop deck with me. Casey, you're not doing a very good swapping the poop deck. I got to admit. <laughs> nope, I'm not. <laughs> no, no. I hired you on. You wanted five clams to swap this poop deck. I wanted five clams and a starfish and and a blue well and a narwhal. That's and asking a, sea a lot. Otter. That is so much. That is way too much. You're not very good. I'll give you one clam and a handshake. No Seattle. And I'll give you one glass of mead. Wait, is mead from our time? I'm not sure, but I will give you some rum. (laughs) Rum. I will fill up one clam with rum. (laughs) I want you to enjoy. But on this podcast, we we are exploring video games and acting. Mm. Acting. What else do we talk about? We talked about some stuff. Uh, Final Fantasy. Grocery stores are friggy. (laughs) In my times, we didn't have grocery stores. We'd have to catch our own fish and slay our own humans to eat. And walk 15 miles in the cold and the snow and the rain and the typhoons. We walk 150 miles barefoot across the ocean. (laughs) Yes. All seriousness, yes. guys. Yeah, good good times. Casey's here. She's an actress. We talk a little bit about her work and how she got started in acting, and she might have some stuff coming up that she couldn't even give me the details. It was so secretive. Uh, we talked. We did talk some video games, and we did talk grocery stores. That was that's a true fact. That's a true fact. Gr- grocery stores are freaky, especially when you're blind from too much coffee. <laughs> Coffee. Coffee will do it to you. No. Coffee will do it to you. Well, fuck coffee. It's all about the rum. <laughs> or rum and coffee. Uh, good good times, guys. Put the rum into the coffee. Yeah, put the rum in the coffee. Rum and co- coffee rum. Rummy. Hey, Norma, give us a horribly Welcome to episode 143 of Horribly Awkward. I'm Sean. You must know that by now. If you don't know that, maybe it's your first time. Maybe you're listening because Casey's in the podcast. She's like, Casey's on a podcast. It's got to be cool. So hi, I'm Sean to all you all you listeners. And uh, for everybody else, on today's podcast, I got an awesome, awesome gamer chick, super nerd. She has some super huge glasses that are as big as her face. I've seen them in pictures. 
She does muscle, like, she does some flexing in pictures. It's very intimidating. Um, she, uh, always smiling on Instagram. So I'm like, I'm like, what's up? Like, what kind of drugs are you on? Like, I want some of that. I need some uh, pointers where I can get these drugs. Uh, she's an actress. She's been in a, a bunch of cool stuff. Like, like, and to come more cool stuff. And, uh, yeah, everybody welcome Casey Taylor! <laughs> Yay! Yeah! Hey, Casey. Hey! Casey, what's up? Oh, just hanging here with my cat. Yeah, it took us about three hours to get started. <laughs> the cat wanted to be on the podcast, too. She was really, really excited for the podcast and found out that she didn't know how to speak English. <laughs> <laughs> there she is. Yay! <laughs> she was, like, reaching her paw underneath the door, like, let me in or I will knock this door down. Yeah. You know, I got to say something, Casey. I, I think I follow you i think how i met you or not met you but how i was became aware of you was through maybe jay and brady mm-hmm. yeah, very yeah. Su- very supportive dude big shout out to him he's he's been on the podcast that, that dude's awesome <laughs> but awesome. um yeah i followed you like a while back and i just always following your instagram you're always super happy super open about like a lot of personal stuff which is always cool to see stuff like that on instagram you're like oh i gotta read text messages right now yeah let's <laughs> it's fun it's it's very fun for a guy like me to get to see that yeah and then uh you know i chat with you on instagram a lot and and um yeah you're very uh you're very awesome thank you i don't know i was looking searching for the word but my brain is shut down <laughs> well um I'm big into coffee, so <laughs> that's a oh, lot of like, my energy. <laughs> I, I love coffee. <laughs> I need a coffee IV a lot of the time. Yeah, coffee. Yeah. Do you drink coffee black? Um, I drink coffee a lot of different ways. Like, I'm open to <laughs> trying different things. I actually just tried something called a cold brew the other day. I'm like, what is a cold brew? Oh, it's I'll strong. Try. It's strong. <laughs> it's really strong. I'm like, whoa. Did you get it from uh, Starbucks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've had that. My my roommate used to work at Starbucks when I lived with him. It was about three years ago. He worked at Starbucks, and we had a apartment together. And he'd bring home all kinds of stuff all the time. He'd get like a pound of free coffee every week. So he'd bring coffee and cold brew stuff, and man, it was good times. <laughs> if you get enough of that stuff, it's like, oh, I can see color now. Ah. <laughs> if I drink too much coffee, I actually I start going blind. Not like actual what? blind, but I start seeing doubles. Like my eyes, like because uh, it's so much strain on your eye muscles. Uh, caffeine. Whew. I don't makes think sure, I've gotten to that level yet. <laughs> yeah, it makes your blood pressure go up, which like affects your eyes. So like I, I'll if I'm if I drink a bunch of coffee and go to the grocery store and it's so bright in there, like I can't even read the boxes. Like I have to bring my glasses. It, I, it, it's crazy. Like you like walk up to somebody and somebody's like, "Hey," and you're like, ah, I'm like, "Ah, you want to fight?" Like no, seriously though, my eyesight's kind of shitty anyway, so when I don't have glasses on, even with glasses, I can't really read people's emotions and stuff from a distance. So I don't really make a lot of eye contact because I feel if I'm looking at someone's face, they could be like smiling, and I won't notice. I'll just like an asshole, just like staring. <laughs> so I just like keep my eyes down. That's really funny. Well, and a lot of weird stuff can happen in a grocery store if you go without. Like, if you can't see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can see, but it's like I can't read. Everything just becomes, like, too much. Too much. It's already awkward. Yeah. Welcome uh, to the World of Aqua Podcast. Do you, ever do, <laughs> do you ever do that awkward thing where you're out, like, at a grocery store, and there's, like, somebody right there where you're, like, 
right in front of the thing that you're trying to get and you're like trying to find the best way to go around them. all the time and you're trying to like you try to make make hints like you you want to look right there like lady you're looking at like every single seasoning I, all i want to do is get the garlic one so you're just kind of like ah, like that where's the garlic at you know hopefully like get the clue it's right in front of you lady move out of the way <laughs> It's always a lady. I swear to God, dudes, no, dudes know better. Dudes like they'll stand back in the middle of the aisle and read whatever it is. But women, I mean, I don't know. Women like to just, like get real close, and you're like, okay, I just want to get to the apple jacks right there. Come on, why do you gotta look at everything around the apple jacks? Come on. I pull a cronk from like Emperor's New Groove, like try to go along the side, like excuse me, 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 and or like there's um in the aisle there'll be like a bunch of ladies with carts and I always end up getting trapped yeah ladies Somehow. see always ladies dudes got hand carts so they know how to maneuver a cart better i swear <laughs> or they'll like all come down the aisle at the same time with their carts i'm like nope next aisle yeah they'll come like side by side right like <laughs> like one side's the beans the other side's like the the taco shells and they're like walking side by side and you're like stuck there in the middle like kind of like get a hint some somebody move forward or backwards let me just squeeze in there this happens all the time that's funny you brought that up i was thinking about like this a- the other day it's like a battle, like a battle scene where like the front line just kind of comes toward you and you're like, do I take it? Yeah, do I, do I take it? I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm taking it. I'm going to pick up a pizza box, a frozen pizza box and use it as a shield. I'm going to grab this. I'm going to grab this, this, uh, this, this bear loaf, not bear loaf, a bread loaf. <laughs> bear loaf. <laughs> this baguette. And we're going at it. Yeah. This is Sparta. Bring it on, Mortal Kombat. No, 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 no. Yeah, grocery stores get crazy. Like grocery stores are 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 weird. Like I try to go in there. I do I hate going in there like around five o'clock where it's just packed full of people and I get so frustrated in lines. Luckily the I can usually usually I have under twenty items and I can just do the self checkout, which is cool. Unless I have some alcohol with me, then you can't go through there. You have to go through the regular aisles and ugh. Oh. Have you ever done the thing where you have like an armful of stuff? Like okay, you know how like there's memes out there about how you always have to make one trip with carrying up the groceries and you kinda do the same thing in a grocery store where you're like, I can carry all this. I don't need a, oh, yeah, a yeah, shopping yeah. cart. And you get like an armful of stuff and you're like, I'm really regretting this decision right now. And then there's like all these people in front of you that have like maybe one item and then they just kinda look at you and I'm like, Oh, well it'd be kinda nice if you and then they go, No. <laughs> that must suck holding all that stuff in your arms. <laughs> yes, sir. That does suck. Yeah, most people. I guess I don't know. You think because I live in California, you figure California people are just assholes. But usually, people always let you. If you have stuff in your arms, they'll always let you in front of them. I've never been in a situation where they didn't. And sometimes you get people with grocery carts that are like, "Wow, you, they have like two grocery carts and they're totally full." And you're like, "Come on, just let me go in front of you. All I have is this candy bar and the soda. Please, 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 <laughs> please." Luckily, Wait. luckily at the grocery store where I shop at, local, local here, there's um they have the the customer service counter. It's not really full, and if you don't have anything that needs to be weighed, you can just walk up usually check out. Like if you have a couple things, that always works mm-hmm. out. Yeah, but if you have something that needs to be weighed, they don't have a scale there, so you have to do it other mm-hmm. other means. Grocery stores, guys. Grocery stores one one. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of things you can talk about in grocery stores. Yeah, I have. A, I get a lot of anxiety too when I'm standing in line. Like I don't know what to do with my hands and my arms, and I'm standing there. I look around, and I'll start grabbing the stupid like. Alyssa, my girlfriend, loves to read those. Uh, what do you call them? Tabloids. Like she loves the smut magazines, not the smut <laughs> magazines, but the dirt magazines. 
And like, I'll find myself looking at him to read shit because like, I don't know what to do in line. I don't know what to look at, where to put my hands. Do I put them in my pockets? Do I, uh, do I get, so usually it's either bring out the phone. The phone's always the good, like, fuck off. I'm on my phone thing, right? You just pull out the phone and disappear for a second. Or you start looking at magazines or calorie counts in the back of candy bars. <laughs> I do that too. I look at the magazines just for fun. Like, oh, what's going on now? <laughs> what's like, the rumors oh, yeah. now? Yeah, Brad Pitt just gave birth to a dame, demon baby. Wow. Right on. Wow. Interesting. Okay. That's my, <laughs> what I learned today. Yeah. And gro- keep going. Grocery store 101. Then you like kind of feel bad for the cashier because then they want to make small talk. And you're like, I want to talk to you too because I know I've been in your position and you want to talk. Yeah, some of the cashiers are really cool. Like they want to talk to you, and, and then sometimes I'm not expecting that. So I'm like, oh, I got to put on my charm right now and like conversation hat. And I don't, I don't, it doesn't make sense. But some some people just don't care. You're like, hi, how are you? Like, fine. All right, all right, thanks. Did you find anything you need? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't. Don't know. <laughs> oh, no, because you know if if yeah, that's the other thing, right? There's always. <laughs> There's always one thing you can't find, and you don't want to bring it up because then they'll start calling people and looking for it, and you're like, no, it's too late. I'm in line. I'm in line. Everybody like, behind you is like. Yeah. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, I was looking for that. You know, that the cereal is really hard to find. Uh, I want that Mario Brothers cereal. Like, oh, yeah, hold on a second. Can you go look for the Mario cereal? And like, oh. Everyone in line's waiting like, come on, motherfucker. We got hella groceries back here. I just let you in line in front of me because you only had a soda and a drink. That makes me laugh because I do that too. I get really, I don't know why, but I get nervous at checkout. And then I think that they're picking up on my nervousness. Like, why is she nervous? It's like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> is she stealing something? What's going on? What the, what's going on with this girl? She have I a get fake all ID? Excited. Oh, and that makes me think of like going, this one time I had to go to a Walmart. And um, <laughs> yeah, I had to pick up an order and like no one was there and they had like that one bell and I'm like and it's the first time I've ever had to go pick up an order so I walk over and I'm like okay I guess I have to ring this bell to get their attention <laughs> so I ring the bell and it rings throughout the whole store going ding dong ding dong ding I'm like what and then like <laughs> everybody, wow. everybody in the store is just like just looks at me like that and I'm like what and I'm just yeah. Have an order. Yeah, there's nobody ever at that pickup thing. They must they must do whatever in the store, and then when they hear the the sound, the ding dong, they come. <laughs> when they hear the ding dong, they come running, and then they help you out. Because there's no one ever there. I, I've yep. I've done that too. You're like, are you just wait a while? And you're like, hello, excuse me, hello, hello, what's going on? Help me, please. <laughs> Say hello, echo, echo, echo. Yeah. Now they have the cool thing where you just pull up in the parking lot and they bring shit out to you. Oh, that's awesome. I didn't know that that Yeah, was. well, they have them over here. They have all these reserved parking things. You can do all your grocery shopping online now, and then you pull up in the parking lot. I don't know what if you call them or whatever, but they just bring everything out to you and load it up in the car for you. Making it better for socially awkward people. Yes. Yes, but I like to go in stores. I'm super socially awkward, but I, I still like to go in stores for some reason. I'm getting to where it's like, I, I like the store experience if I want to be around people, but then I'm like, but online and having it shipped. Yeah. I had, that makes me think of, I, I ordered a bag of dog food off of Amazon for my puppy. And earlier in that week, I had ordered some other things and had my um, m- mail person. Yeah. I was trying to think of a different name for it. 
I'm just gonna say male person. I, I, stick with male, male man. Even if male it's a man. woman or a man, male man is always working. Male Everyone man. wants to change it because of all this weird equality. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's I've always called it a male man. Even if, hey, even if it's a lady, I'll say hi, male man. <laughs> she go what? What? You punk. So, <laughs> you punk. Male person. Uh, okay. Okay. So, <laughs> male person, male man. Um. Anyway, like they had given me some stuff earlier in the week and they just shove it in the mailbox like there'll be like this giant package just shoved in the mailbox so anyway <laughs> i had ordered like maybe three or four things they just all happened to come earlier in the week so i'm expecting my 15 pound of dog food and i'm like this is not gonna go well i'm and i actually put it out on you know my social media and saying what do you think the reaction is gonna be to <laughs> delivering this to my house so it arrived and i'm like Okay, they propped the box, this 15-pound box, up against the front door at an angle to where I couldn't open the door. Oh, what? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, it's right here. And it's like directly in the middle. And I like tried to open it, and then I couldn't open the door. So I had to like squeeze myself through the gap oh. and get my box. And I'm like, touche, touche. Nice. Do you live in a house or apartment? A house. Okay, so if you don't have like a side door. They figure like, oh, I should come out the garage or the side. <laughs> no. Well, I should have gone through the garage, but I was just kind of curious. I was like, what's going to happen? Open the door and it was like, there's a glass door and then a heavier door. And it was like propped up against the glass door. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah. I how, can't. They should know, right? How many stuff, how much stuff do they deliver all the time? You can't prop stuff up against the door. It's a fire hazard. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to get out of my house. I'd just have to just jump out the window. Yeah, that's, I, I stopped ordering shit online sent to my, my actual apartment. I sent it to my grandma's house now because they'll just stick shit in front of the door. Like, like I'll buy like a – one time I bought like a $400 uh, graphics card, PC graphics card, and they just put it right here in front of my door. Like I where my apartment is, there's people walking by all the time. They just grab shit, you know? And sometimes they'll, I'll, I bought stuff on eBay and they'll – I'll get the notification, was delivered to door or in mailbox. No, was delivered – in or at mailbox. That's what it says on the, the notification on eBay. There's mm-hmm. nothing in the thing. There's no, like, they're just putting stuff in anybody's boxes. <laughs> it happened to four wow. items, and I stopped buying, I stopped sending stuff to my apartment. Because, yeah, it was, and they said they can't do nothing about it because, oh, look, it was delivered. I'm like, no, it was not delivered. I have a key <laughs> to my box, and there was nothing in it. I swear to God. I did not receive this package. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> and you feel bad because if you go, you want to push further and complain with eBay, they'll make the seller take the hit. And that's not right either. You know? No. Yeah. It just gets lost between point A and point B. No, that's they, I think they're delivering it. I think the people who suck and they're just putting it in, in a different box. And then somebody gets in and goes, ooh, cool package. It doesn't have my name on it, but I'll open it, you know? That sucks. Yeah. So I just start sending stuff to my grandma's, which means I have to wait till the weekends to pick stuff up. But that's cool. I've gotten everything that way. It works. It's safer that way. Yeah. I need my stuff. Yeah. And that's understandable about not ordering things online. <laughs> but anyway, back to Amazon. 15 pounds <laughs> of dog pound. 15 pounds of dog food. Yeah. C- couldn't they I mean- be like nice about it and just open the... The, the package up and pour the dog th- food through like your your mailbox hole or something. <laughs> that would be all open and just like dog food falls out. No. <laughs> That'd I, be awesome. My cat's like exploring over here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's you, my mail person. Mail, I don't know why I say mail. I think I'm just 
attached myself to that term of male person, male dude, male person. There's I would just too, say. <laughs> yeah, there's too many things to, to remember nowadays. I don't think people dude. should get ridic- ridiculed for not knowing the exact term of stuff. Right. right. You know, I just feel like say whatever. I mean, there's like a line, but say whatever comes to mind. If you call them male dudes, male person, male alien, <laughs> monster, Frankenstein, I, I don't know, a male cat. Yeah. Male, like, male puppy. I would love if there was like a male puppy. Oh, like someone would kidnap it. Oh, you're so cute. Come inside. I have dog food. <laughs> I have 15 pounds of dog food. Come right in. <laughs> the dog's like, I've got mail to deliver. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, just strap like strap the package to their back or whatever. You have to take it off. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, be so awesome. Cute. And then I don't know. There could be so many different things, like a mail robot. I don't know. Yeah, they're supposed to have those mail drones, but that will never work. <laughs> they come and drop your package off at your door or something. I guess Amazon wanted them to do that a while back, but that will never work. It will get hacked. Every, everything, every company wants to to get rid of actual people making money and then make robots because it saves them money. It's such a uh, – it's kind of shitty. I don't know. Yeah. What are we going to do with you? Act, you're not going to be able to act anymore. He's going to hire robots because robots are going to be able to deliver the lines every time perfect, perfect facial expressions, perfect everything. Yeah. They, they don't have, you don't have to feed them food. You don't have to give them breaks. Like that's it. Your job's done, Casey. That would be the worst. Like job, re- your job's done. But robots, like the, the clips of them working on robots, it's scary how realistic their features are. It's something out of nightmares. Which ones are you talking about? The ones where they just kind of do like a face, show like the face and like how their features shows them talking. Like I've seen different um, things. And I've also seen the ones that look like they were from Black Mirror that yeah. can open doors. That's creepy. And they look just like the ones from Black Mirror. Yeah, there's a... And they have those ones that they're doing right now. They're doing like acrobat, like flips and stuff. Have you seen that? It's trippy. They don't have like heads or they're not, they're not like human-like, but they have similar body structures. And they're doing like trapeze stuff, flips and landing on their feet and all that. Like, whoa, pretty soon we, we won't need to fight wars. We just send the robots. Have we not learned anything from like the movies and stories about, you know, robots taking over? I know. It's like every day it's like Skynet's happening. This is it, right? Skynet's happening. We got those. There was that robot where they, there was an AI they had on, was it Twitter? They had an AI, AI and it was learning stuff from people. I forget where it was, but it eventually started like quoting Hitler stuff. (laughs) This is our. Yeah, because the internet's so shitty, right? At all times. We're so toxic on the internet. Most people are. So teaching an AI what the internet knows is bad. Yeah, like, it's the end. <laughs> I'm getting all, like, intense here, but it's like, why are we doing this? And it's, like, the same thing with um, trying to bring back diseases or experimenting with diseases and testing different things. It's like, really? We we don't. We don't need to know. Yeah. Let's not, let's not mess with things. Let's that's not. How, te- that's how The Walking Dead probably started, you know, te- experimenting on something and just one person gets it and then everybody gets it and you got zombies walking around. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, no. Speaking, like, of, uh, speaking of Black Mirror, so I could tell you're a fan of Black Mirror, have you been watching Maniac? I have not watched Maniac yet. Is it good? Yeah, Jonah Hill, 
Emma Stone, and it's basically I'm only four episodes deep, but it's, it feels like a ten episode cohesive Black Mirror story. Like it when you're watching, you're like, this is Black Mirror, but it's just a, a cohesive story. I got through four episodes, and you're like, this is Black Mirror. This is so Black Mirror. It's really good. Okay. Yep. I'm gonna have to watch it. I'm probably gonna even watch it like later, like probably staying up really really late and watching it. <laughs> yeah watch it it's really cool i mean i've always been a fan of emma stone and jonah hill but jonah hill's like you know okay. he's he's like skinnier he looks weird he's got this big head now his head never got smaller but his body got smaller so he's got like this big head but the show is really it has its own vibe it feels it's supposed to be based in the 80s but they have different more technology than we had in the 80s and the, the it's about this government these pills and they're doing these like government like testing and it's for, uh, I don't want to I'm not giving anything away. I'm going to stay I'm going to stay away from it. It's trippy. Okay. It's trippy. If you like Black Mirror, you you already know love you like it. this. Yeah. Okay. I love Black Mirror. They don't release the seasons like like quick enough. Like they I'm waiting on the next season of Black yeah. Mirror. Yeah, it's Black just Mirror amazing. Is awesome. That last last year that Black Mirror episode, what was it? The SS the Oh, one that, one that won like a Grammy. Yeah, S Oh gosh! Someone's listening. It's like you assholes. <laughs> we'll find uh, out. We'll find out quick. Black okay. Mirror, SS uh, oh. Callister, USS Callister. Callister. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. That's that. That's some trippy shit, right? Yeah. So just imagine that. Imagine something similar to that, but like a ten episode event. There's so many good, and then they have the guest stars. Like John Hamm was on there. Awesome. Oh yeah, that was the the Christmas one. That was like mm-hmm. great. Oh, that was so good. That last shot. <laughs> Whew. That was so good. I think Black Mirror is crazy, but the the very first episode with the pig sex thing, you know, like that was so weird to start off that way because a lot of people got turned off. They're like, "What is this? I'm not I'm not watching a thing where they're making this guy have sex with a pig <laughs> to not to not release some info or whatever." Like that was such a weird choice to start it off. Yeah, it. I kind of feel the same way. Like watching that, I just thought, I don't know about this show. But then, of course, once you get past that episode, it just kind of goes up from there. And I usually tell people when I suggest the show, I'm like, okay, don't watch the first episode. I mean, you can, but do not judge the show or the series based off of that first episode because it just gets better from that. But then that happens with a lot of shows. Like, there's always one that's like, uh. And well, even like somebody was telling me with Doctor Who, they're like, start at this season. Yeah, because I've heard that. Start with it. I've never seen Doctor Who. You haven't? <laughs> no, I never heard. I've never seen it. I just barely learned what it was a couple of years ago, and I'm like, yeah. and now now all I see is Doctor Who everywhere. Alyssa loves Doctor Who. Who anything Doctor Who? She's got a tattoo on her back. It's a Doctor Who quote. That's awesome. And um, it's it's just like I don't I don't know I don't I still don't really know what it is, but I've seen many screenshots. Hmm. I see a lot of memes about Doctor Who. And yeah. then at conventions, cons are like Doctor Who everywhere. Yeah, Doctor Who is big. It's huge. Can't deny that. That's a British show, right? Yeah. There was um, a poll saying, which is the better show, Doctor Who or Black Mirror? And I thought, oh, no. <laughs> of course I would say Black Mirror because, I mean, I haven't, I haven't watched Doctor Who myself. Yeah, well, Black, I mean, Black Mirror is, is like really crazy over-the-top stuff that can also be seen as realistic like a lot of that stuff you're like okay i can see this there's a lot like a lot of stuff in black mirror where it's so over-the-top crazy but it's also believable 
Cat, cat, cat wants attention. <laughs> Feel like an evil um, person. Like I'm just yeah, uh, one million dollars, <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Evil. <laughs> okay, okay. So, cat has been appeased for now. <laughs> 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 she agrees. Cats are supposed to be the chill ones that like that just say, "Leave me alone. I'm li- I'm sleeping. Feed me. That's it." Right? Cats are the ones that chill. Right? <laughs> yeah, she agreed <laughs> with you. Yeah. <laughs> How old is she? She is eight years old. Oh wow! It's still just full of energy, huh? She is so much. She is full of energy. Um, I have her on. I used to have her on dry food, and now I have her on, like, a mix of wet food and dry food. So, kind of, you know, when she's getting older, she just needs kind of, like, the oils and that for her her skin, fur. Mm-hmm. And it just would be, help her keep weight on herself. So, that's why I um started giving her that. She loves it, and I think she's addicted to wet food now, because she oh, wants yeah. it all hours of the day. And she will wake me up at 5 in the morning, like, meow. Meow, meow, meow. And if I don't answer, she like walks around my head and goes on like to the table next to where I sleep and starts knocking things over and jumping all over the place. Going meow, 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 meow. And I'll roll over and like look away from her. And then she just walks all over me. Like you have to get up. (laughs) So like now I think she probably wants more food. And she was fed before um, this. So she should not need wet food, but she wants it. Can you imagine living your whole life eating bread and crackers and then one day someone <laughs> feeds you a cheeseburger and you're like, oh, shit. I don't want those crackers anymore. I don't want that bread. I want cheeseburgers. That's exactly her thought process because she'll look at – I'll just give her just dry food just to kind of have food in the area. She always has food around, but she wants that wet food. Yeah. So, She'll look at me. I'll put like the the dry food in the bowl, and she just looks at it, and then she looks at me like, "Meow, wrong. <laughs> this is wrong. <laughs> wrong answer. <laughs> Feed me. I want. Yeah, I want. I want the good stuff. Yeah. So how 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 um how long have you been an in, an in actor? Um, I have been. I guess I have done. I guess acting my whole life you know, school plays and stuff through elementary school and middle school. And I just kind of, I joined drama club in high school. Um, and that was fun. I, okay. I started off as a very, very shy person. Um, I had communication problems in elementary school to where they, they held me back in, in elementary school because they thought I wasn't socially developed enough. Cause I was like flunking classes and I wouldn't even talk to my teachers and stuff. So, um, I was like that. And then somebody was like, hey, um, I did join marching band and concert band and stuff. And then some friends from band were like, hey, audition for drama club. So um, I started off on the crew because I didn't get a part at that point because I was terrified of auditioning and it made me really nervous. So like my hands would shake when I was reading the script and an audition and everything. So I did a lot of backstage work, but then um, I did a musical in junior year of high school and it was into the woods. And it, it was like a, I had a pretty big singing part in it and that was terrifying, but it was a lot of fun. So that kind of got into that. And then I did, um, a, I was Juliet and Romeo and Juliet in senior year and from there, I applied for a scholarship, and I went to uh, 
a school for to study theater and dance. Whoa, and she just jumps out of my lap. Um, so yeah, and then from that point on, that's where I kind of decided to pursue it professionally. Um, so I studied a lot of theater and dance first, and that was kind of where I started. And then I've always wanted to do film because I really enjoyed watching film and then going to like the special features and watching like how things were put together and the special effects and and just seeing all the actors um, start off and just telling the story and all of the aspects of a film coming together. It was just really fascinating to me. So I've always wanted to do film from that point. That's awesome. Yeah, when I was younger, I was I was super shy all the way through out of high school, even as as an further in my in my years, I was just all super shy. Like it took me a long to do this podcast. The first time I did a podcast like four years ago, I was fucking terrified. <laughs> even though I've been hanging out with, with the guys, we started to do this gaming podcast. We had been hanging out on Xbox Live playing games for a while. And we just decided to do a podcast. I was still so terrified to get on Skype. First time I got on Skype, I was like, you know, so nervous, drip, dripping sweat. And it's like, I didn't. Oh, that the, our first podcast was terrible. It's so funny to go back and listen to. It's just so <laughs> awkward. We didn't know anything about podcasts. And we just thought we'd start recording and just start. And we didn't have any music or any editing. It just like started and ended when we did it. It was, it was fun times. But I always think about going back into school, like the things I would have done. I would have done drama class. I would have done something a lot funner because I'm a little more open to stuff like that now. Like I could, mm-hmm. I could have done a lot different things back then if I would have just known I could do it and not have been such a such a scaredy cat. Really, I mean that's what it came out to. Like I, I couldn't even do class projects when we do like book reports, which which I never really read a book. I just made shit up. <laughs> but uh, and uh. But when they would call you up in front of the class to read in front of the class or, or present a project, I would just I would just clench my table and just like, please don't call me. I would take an F gladly to not do that. And I always did. I never really did the in, in front of the class thing. I would just always opt out and, take, and get flunk. Well, I mean, it's terrifying. Like even like public speaking, getting up and trying to present a paper or trying to eat, like being in an argument and debate class or anything like that, where you have to think on your feet, it's terrifying. Cause then you're like, uh, and then your whole like mind goes blank. And then you're like, again, I don't know what to do with my hands. You know? <laughs> yeah. I don't know what to do Bring with my hands. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Same grocery store, grocery store and acting <laughs> pretty much the same thing. <laughs> Public speaking and people think that just because like you're an actor and stuff, it's like, oh, you don't get nervous here. You do this because that happened in group projects a lot. They're like, oh, you're an actor. You can do this here. You do the speaking part. It's like, no, I do acting. But, you know, that's that's a different mode. And then, you know, being just you doing that, it's like I'm terrified of public speaking. Like I, I, it makes me nervous because then you get up there and I, my mind always goes blank and or like you have different. My mind goes all over the place. I like to describe it that I have so many tabs open in my brain. Yeah. So, like, I'll, like, tell a story, and then I'll go off on another tangent, and then start talking about something else. And then I'll, somewhere in between, I'll be talking about something else, and I forget what I was supposed to talk about at the beginning, and my my mind is all over the place. And yeah, same here. Same exact. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly me. I just got too much things going yeah. on at once. Like, it's hard for me to watch movies a lot of the time, so I'll just be watching a movie, and I'm like... Did I pay my did I did I pay my PG E bill? Oh god. Okay, hold on, pause. I'll come over to my computer. Yeah, I already paid that. Come back and I was like, you're watching, you're joining the movie for like ten seconds, and it's like, oh, oh wait, you know what? <laughs> yeah, just so many 
thoughts going through my brain. Every once in a while I get lucky and I'm just, I, I zone in and I'm just, I'm so sucked into a movie and I'll watch it and then I, it's like the best movie ever because I was paying attention and just, I don't know what it is. Same with games too. I just all, every time a cutscene comes on, I pull my phone out. I'm like, oh, let's check emails. Let's do this. And then and someone's asked me, What's, what was the game about? And you're like, hmm. I don't know what the story is about, but I can tell you what the mechanics were about. <laughs> That's how the game played. It's just, uh, I've always been that way. I do that a lot with um, watching a movie, and then I'll zone out, and then I have to rewind it. Because I'm like, oh, I missed that important piece of dialogue, and then it takes me like three hours to get through, like an hour and three yeah. minutes. Yeah, if it's a good movie, you definitely don't want to miss it, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, Black Mirror did that too. There's a couple of times where I got sidetracked during Black Mirror, but I'll always rewind it because you don't want to miss any of that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Or else you get lost. You're like, wait, where did that come from? Yeah. If it's like a throwaway show where I'm like, this is okay. I'll just I'll spend an entire episode on my phone and be like, eh, I got through the episode. Whatever. <laughs> I did that a <laughs> lot was- with like American American Horror Story got kind of shitty the last couple seasons. And I, I've done that a lot. I missed so many episodes just being on my phone. But That's really something, funny. Yeah, something was telling me like, I got to watch this. I've already made it through five seasons. I got to keep going. I got to watch it. I eventually, like, uh, I stopped doing that. A lot of shows that are like that. If I'm not interested, why am I spending my time? Right. And then you're kind of also multitasking, knowing something important, while also kind of paying attention to the show that doesn't require much of your attention. So it's like you're watching the show, technically, while <laughs> doing some other stuff. Yeah, a lot of shows now are visual. Visual, like, have visual cues where you, if you miss it, like... A lot of shows, there won't be no dialogue going on, but someone pick up a phone and some important message comes through. And you just miss it because you're not looking at the TV. So you have no idea, what, what, why is it going over there to kill that girl? Like, you got that fucking text that said, if I'm going to kill you first, bastard. Like, come on, guys. There's a lot of shit you miss if you don't actually look at the screen. It, oh, that makes me think of, like, where they've started now with shows. They, they did this a lot with Sherlock. I noticed it with Sherlock a whole lot with um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Um where they will show the text message on the screen. Like, it'll just pop up for a brief amount of time and show the text message exchange. Or, like, there'll be clues that just pop up on the screen, and it's like, whoa. And then you have to kind of pay attention to, like, oh, okay, that's what that read. Because they won't read it to you. <laughs> it's like, well, I've got to read all of this. No. And then, like, even when they answer text messages and shows, and you're like, wait, 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 i got to read that. Or, like, a letter. Like, I'm really... I'm weird about that. I have to read every detail. Oh, so, like, so in video games too, when you pick up, when you actually pick up a book, you start reading everything you can read in it. Like in Skyrim, you pick it up, start reading books. I try to, I try to like go, like skim over the stuff in video games, but like in a show, like I have to read the letter, and I like when they do a voiceover of like reading the letter because it's important. Like if it's a detail, a letter on there, I want to know if it contributes to the story somehow. I'm like. Wait, 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 and then they'll like zoom in on it for five seconds, and they're like, "Never mind." Like, I must know what's yes. in that. It will haunt my dreams if I don't know what's in that list. That's why I love games with audio clips. We pick up the little audio recorders, and there's a message on it. You just listen to it. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot with Horizon Zero Dawn. I'm glad that they have like a lot of the audio in on it. Yeah, Horizon Zero Dawn's amazing. I love that game. I'm playing it right now, and I decided to focus in on that on my streams, is to just focus on that one and finish it all the way through. That game is super hard. Are you playing it on normal? Uh, yeah, I think I am, yeah. I was playing it on hard for a long time, and then I, then I started hitting like those pterodactyl robots and stuff, and I, I, I could not keep up. I had to drop it down to normal. But that game is, oh my god, that game is tough. I, it's such a good game, though. I think I 100 
Yeah, I 100%ed everything. Collectibles, everything in that game. It's beautiful. Somebody yeah. was watching my stream the other day, and they're like, oh my gosh, it's like she's a real person. The graphics are amazing. I'm like, yeah. yeah. What's the, so, uh, fuck, what's the girl's name who does Aloy's voice? Um, she does Chloe, Chloe in uh, Life is Strange. Uh, oh. Split. Uh, I would know it any other time. I just forgot it. I'm going to find this out. I'm like, I gotta give it a shot because she's in like every game. On to Google. Yeah. <laughs> or Bing. I don't know. Google, or Bing, Bing. Uh, Ashley Birch. <laughs> yeah, Ashley Birch. Ashley Birch. Cool. Yeah. She does Tiny Tina in the Borderlands 2. She's Chloe Price. Life is Strange. Like, she's in uh, every game. Like, she's just some good roles. She's a, yeah, she's, she's a professional. <laughs> She has an awesome voice. I like listening. Yeah, it's so easy to understand, right? That's super important when voice acting, where you you can hear everything very clearly, and it just it has enough impact in the way she presents the lines. But it's yeah, it's really good. She plays sassy characters. Yeah, Aloy's a sassy cool. character, right? She's out there kicking ass with her cool ass yeah. hair. Yes, they're both like totally badass characters. It's awesome. <laughs> I like playing as her as like a little girl in the beginning, and you're like, "Oh, she's gonna be a badass." I I love sure. any game where you get to play as a character as a kid. It's always fun, right? It's always like kind of cool. It's I like games like that because then you you learn so much about the character, and you just get to see them from beginning to you get to see them grow, and it's really cool. It makes me think of Assassin's Creed too. Like I love um, Ezio's story. You know, I missed all the Ezio stuff. I actually started at Assassin's Creed three. Really? Yeah, I was like, it's finally time for me to try one, and I rented it from Redbox. Actually, I liked Assassin's Creed Three. I was one of the one of the people who liked it. Like, I thought Connor was a cool character. He was he was a character, you know, American uh, an, an American Indian character is not like a character you see in a lot of games. So I thought it was really interesting and unique to have to have like a Native American, uh, <clears throat> Native Indian. Mm -hmm. What am I using the wrong word right here? <laughs> Native American? Native American. Yeah, Native Indian. And it's an American Indian or uh, whatever. Yeah, he was a cool character. Yeah, I started at three. And I've, I've played them all since three. That's cool. And Connor has a, has a good story. Like, they all have pretty good stories. Altair, and I, I mean, you kind of learn a little bit more about him. But, I don't know, Ezio is, has always been my favorite. But then you have Connor. Um, Edward Kenway is still a good character, too, in Black Flag. Yeah, that was a great game. Yeah. Minus the 90,000 hours of boat sailing. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I got to get to that side of the map, and there's no fast forward, fast uh, fast travel points. God. All I went right. through a dark moment in that game where I was just lost on this ship trying to find out where I was supposed to go next, and I swear I spent like two hours on that freaking sea. And then I always kept fighting boats, and I kept, I felt like I was in Grand Theft Auto, like, way back in that kind of time period, like Grand Theft Auto situation, where I'm trying to escape from those ships because you know how like they will come after you yeah. even if you don't want to fight, and I'm like telling like three ships coming after me, I'm like no 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 no, and then you sell out of the 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 boundary and like all of that stuff. Like it was yeah, <laughs> I mean fighting on a ship was fun. It, but. I wish the well. I mean, you could fast travel through some parts of it, but mm -hmm. if you had never been there before, then it's like crap. Then it two yeah, hours later, tough, three yeah. hours later. 
I, I like the game though, but um, I really, really loved Syndicate, and I really liked um, Origins. I thought Origins, I, Origins changed everything up, made it more fun for me, a little bit. Took all the stealth missions out, not the, mm. the ones we have to follow in that bubble. <laughs> oh yeah, the tailing missions where you have to follow and stay within that circle. You're like, come on, this is this is lame. <laughs> That always gave me some major anxiety because I was like, whoa, 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 almost out of there. I don't want to fail the admission. Did you ever, like, um, run through, like, did you really, like, I guess, take stealth very seriously in that game? Because. In most games with stealth for me, I take it really serious until I get caught. And then I'm just like, all right, guns guns ablazing or assassination time. I, I take it so serious. Like, I'm going to do this whole mission right here. I'm not going to be seen. And the moment I get seen, I'm like, fuck it. I just, <laughs> I just go for it. I, I change my mind completely, yeah. But I love game. I love it. I can get through a full thing completely stealth. You're like, yeah, I was, I, I was an assassin right there. That was, I was a fucking ninja. That was badass. See, if I know that it doesn't, if I don't fail the mission, if I'm seen, I just, every mission, I'm just winning guns blaze. I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to kill this person. Vroom, bring it on, dude. Yeah. Hitman, too. Like, go in there and you're like, oh, you can poison the food and have the waiter bring it to him and they'll kill your target. I get caught by, like, I'll go around one corner, get caught, and just, like, pull out the semi-automatic and listen. Da, 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 da. Da, 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 da. It's like it just turns into Call of Duty. It went from like assassination to Call of Duty. Do you have the patience for it? Do you have the patience to do it or no? Do you ever get through like a like a um, stealth section? Just really and like you know you get caught and then you restart it. Okay, I'm gonna do this again. Like some people do that. Yeah, um, with some some games. Like if it's it makes me really nervous when I try to do stuff like that because then I'm always afraid my finger's going to slip. Like, I'll be, like, really close to something. And then, like, I'm... Yeah, and then that just throws everything off and then I start freaking out. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. That happened with Horizon Zero Dawn a lot because you have to hide in those bushes from the Glint Hawks trying to dive bomb. And that happens every single time I play that game. I have tried to hide. And then I'm, I'm pretty good at trying to stay stealthy on that and i'm working on because i'm horrible at first person shooters like i just can't aim and run at the same time it's really Mm -hmm. hard and horizon zero dawn's a really good video game to kind of brush up on your skills with aiming and running at the same time i found that it's helped me become a better player at um first person shooters because i like shooting with the flaming arrows and like you're trying to aim for like these specific areas on these robots so they'll explode and i kept doing that with my flaming arrows like i was hitting um the blaze pack on the back of these robots and it made this giant explosion and that made me really excited because it's like yeah those, and it destroyed yeah. so then it's i would try to do that and then it's fun taking out the li- different soldiers and stuff near the compounds and stuff when you're when you have the bow and arrow like that's fun i like doing that like picking them off and then if i there's like a small group or sometimes I just don't care and I just run in. Yeah. But I, I think my brother used to have the Tom Clancy game, like Splinter Cell. And yeah. I remember pl- playing stuff like that and trying to be um, stealthy. Oh, that makes me think The Last of Us was a game that I took stealth very oh, seriously. Oh, yeah, so did I. Yeah, that's one of those games too, yeah, where you're like, you, you want to feel like you're a survivor. You know, you want to feel like it's really dangerous. I, I, always, I played that one. Any of those kind of games like that, like um, uh, Tomb Raider or Last of Us, I'll play it on the hardest difficulty, so I feel like 
you know, my life is that it's, it's threatened by these, these obstacles. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah, Molotov, shift to the neck, brick to the head. Hell yeah. I mm-hmm. can't wait for Last of Us 2. Oh, I'm I can't excited. even I didn't want to talk about it because it's going to get me too excited. It's <laughs> not like a little kid. <laughs> were they, um, I'm trying to think of that zombie clickers. Were they the clickers? Yeah, the clickers. Clickers are the ones that like just go. Ugh. That was the worst. And those are the ones that had really good hearing. And if you made one slight noise, like they would come really close. That was like crazy stealth. And then, like, you didn't have any time to fight back. They'd be, like, on you and then start yeah. eating your face. And it's like, no. Yeah, it would be playing out on hard. It would take, sometimes it would take me an hour just to get through one little building. Like, you just have to keep doing it and doing it. And you're like, ah, oh, I can lower the difficulty or I can keep pushing on. You know, later in the game, you, you, get, you, you can use, like, more bricks and shivs and it gets a little easier. But, yeah, that's, 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 that's a cool game to take the stealth serious. That makes me think of also... Um, was that one game? Oh, Resident Evil 7. Mm-hmm. Because there's like an insane level to that game. I think you can pick insane. I think there's yeah, even on normal, that level. game was tough. And there was a lot of sneaking. It made me nervous watching somebody play that. And that that's really cool about streams now. Like, a lot of people are more into watching people play through an entire game. Like series by series and that was so cool to watch resident evil 7 like that because it helps those that if you're not sure about buying a game then you can watch somebody else play it like okay well this is pretty cool or if like you're too scared to play a (laughs) scary game then you can still get the story because resident evil 7 had a really good story to it it was just too terrifying for virtual reality (laughs) it was too real i was done 10 minutes in how how, what where'd you start from the beginning yeah, I started in the beginning because my the friend house was like... with the creepy family? Yes. Okay, so my friend was like, hey, um, you play Resident Evil 7. This is a cool game. You'll really like it. And he was really into um, scary games. And I'm like, okay, well, sure. I mean, I've played Silent Hill before. I've played Last of Us. Bring it on. I can do Resident Evil 7. Cool. If I can defend myself, then I'm fine. I hate games where I have to hide and be vulnerable and I have nothing to defend myself with. I can't stand the scary games like that, like Outlast or Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, so um, it starts you off like you're going after your fiance who tells you not to come after her. Well, you don't listen. Mm-hmm. That's so, how it always starts. No one ever <laughs> listens. Don't come for me. Okay, get in the car. We're going to go find my fiance. So, <laughs> and you start off in this, what looks like a Louisiana like bayou area. It's really cool. But I remember walking down the path, and of course you start seeing like blood splatters and stuff. And something's not quite right. There's like a car off the side of the road. And it's like, okay, well, this is getting kind of creepy. And then I remember walking down a path. And then at the very far end of the path, somebody just walks right across the path. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. And it was like a, a man, and he doesn't even look at you. He just walks across your path. Mm. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And then with virtual reality, it's like everything is – you turn around, you look around, yeah. and it's the game. And it's it's like you're in the game. Do, and that's do, what, um, do you control your body movements in the game with the – are you still using the thumbstick? Um, you can use the controller, or you can even use like the handheld things. Does like, that does that make give you motion sickness? That's what I'm worried about. It okay. The the friend I was playing with had motion sickness. He couldn't play for longer than maybe thirty minutes at a time. Um, 
And it, it kind of depends, too, because you can adjust the settings to where if you're playing with a controller, you can make it more jerky to, to kind of look rather than smooth. You can do like a smooth like pan or okay, like yeah. a more stuttered yeah. pan. Um, I did get motion sickness with another. I started getting really kind of sick with my um, this other game where you're riding a roller coaster and trying to shoot like scary clowns like in an arcade thing. That made me sick because then you're kind of sitting still. And, but you're on a roller coaster going straight down, round and around like that. That started messing with my head. But with Resident Evil, I mean, and also with some of the games like that, the graphics are di- different in VR. Like, you could tell that the world isn't as real because you the... The screen door you, effect? Yeah, you start seeing, like, pixels and stuff yeah. and, like, the trees and, like, the grass. But it was beautiful. It's a beautiful game. But I remember, like, looking down. You can look down at the ground below you. You look around, and you can look up at the sky, and it just follows everything. And you can see your arms and stuff. It, it's Ooh, really? so real. Can you see, like, uh, your legs and feet and all that? Yeah. Like, sometimes, you, yeah, when I'd look down, and there'd be, like, your feet, and then you could... And that's what the scary thing was, was that they could walk up behind you, and it would be a monster of some sort. Look over your shoulder, and it's the game. And that was what scared me, because, I mean, I could handle it playing it on a television screen but if i'm in the game myself and i'm looking around and i'm in the game and there's something running toward me it's gonna scare me to death even if it's not real it's too real in a way and my friend kept trying to sneak out on me like he was like here we're gonna play with the ga- the lights off i'm like no the lights stay on because we're playing this at night <laughs> I'm like no the lights are staying on because it's like pitch dark and he's like no 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 quit being such a scaredy cat i'm like i'm not being a scaredy cat i just just stay here, sit right here next to me, because you can't see anything else when you have the goggles on. You just see the game. I'm like, just sit here. We're going to leave the lights on. And he kept turning the lights off and sneaking out the door and locking the door and leaving me in there alone. And that was, no. I'm like, you get back in here. And I kept taking the goggles off. He's like, would it help if I tell you like 10, 15 minutes in the game, nothing scary happens. But when you get to the house, that's where things happen. And I'm like, okay. So when I got to the house, I took off the goggles. I'm like, here, you play. <laughs> <laughs> can you still see it on the TV when he's playing? Yeah, you can still oh, okay. see. Like, you can see what they see. You can't see like the full. Like, yeah, of course. A full view. It's kind of like a fishbowl effect, I guess. Yeah, where you I want to. Oh, I want to try it. I haven't tried VR yet. I've been waiting for. They had some good deals on PSVR uh, last Christmas. Maybe they had some good deals, and I, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I should jump on it. And I just didn't. So this, this Black Friday, if they have a good, good deal, I might get it. Also, Oculus is, yeah, um, Oculus is uh, putting out a new headset Ooh. soon, where it's all wireless. And the games play, you know, natively on the headset, so you don't hook, hook up to a PC or nothing. It just it's supposed to be a better version of the Oculus Go, which is a low low budget one. Mm-hmm. This one's supposed to be better. So imagine like PSVR, but there's nothing hooked up to you, so you can just like it's four hundred bucks. You could just be you could be anywhere in the middle of your room, you know, no wires, nothing to to hold. I'm like you in where's place. the wall? <laughs> yeah, like I, I'm, I'm kind of I'm interested. I want to play it. Or I want to, but then I don't know how my experience is going to be. Like, do, am I going to waste 400 bucks and then just go, okay, this makes me way too sick? I will say it's very – the first time you play virtual reality, it's kind of like a magical experience. Mm-hmm. My first, The first game that I played, and it's still one of my favorites, I played Robinson the Journey. It's a short game. Yeah, that but looks it's, cool. 
the dinosaurs. I, I love dinosaurs. So yeah. when I had the goggles on for the very first time, that was the first game I ever played. I remember walking over to the cliff and there's like pterodactyls flying and it's a beautiful game. And you look down below, you can see like a cliff where you could just fall off and it just goes on and on and on. And then the, there was like a brontosaurus that walked right over you. And then you're like looking up and it's just walking straight over you. And you're like, oh my gosh, it's a massive dinosaur. And it got up really close to my face where I could like reach out and pet it. And I'm like, Does this it is look so like magical. 3D? Does it look like really good? Like 3D? Wow, yeah. I, yeah, I want to play that. And I was like, this is so beautiful. I can touch it. <laughs> that seems awesome. Yeah. I'm felt like a little kid. I think my, I'm, I mean, my I, living room is big enough. <laughs> my living room is probably big enough for like, I, I mean, I got like, I got like six yeah. or seven feet between um, my couch and my TV, maybe. So, yeah, it'll happen. <laughs> it'll definitely happen. It makes you happen. feel like a kid at heart. Yeah, they always have those those display things. You can go like Best Buy and check it out. I don't know. I feel weird about sticking that on my head, and like a hundred people have been in there sweating and rubbing their Ew. snot. I don't know. It's weird. But something's touching my face is different. Mm-hmm. Even controllers, sometimes those display controllers, like, oh, what, what, what were the kids doing, like playing with these? Ugh. Yeah, when I was a kid, I remember going to like Walmart. They'd have the display of like Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and like that's what you do. Your parents would go shop at Walmart, and then yes. you'd, you'd hang out in that section and play as much of it as you can because you didn't have those games at home. It was awesome. It was Nintendo sixty four, like that Pokemon Snap, Pokemon Stadium, and like all those. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I never. I've never played a Pokemon game, including Pokemon Go. What? Yeah, it was. I started off as a, well, as a kid. I collected the Pokemon cards and played Pokemon Snap and all of that. I got the Nintendo 64 so I could play Pokemon Snap and Pokemon Stadium because I was like, yeah, let's battle Pokemon. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I actually went to GameStop once and bought the Nintendo 64 with change that I found in the couch as a kid. So, like, I handed them this giant jar of change. It was like, I would like to buy a place, um, a Nintendo 64. <laughs> and I swear the people at King GameStop wanted to murder me. Because it was just all pennies and dimes and quarters. Yeah. For, I don't nice. know how much a, a Nintendo 64 was back then. Probably, oh, like, shit. 100, 200. Yeah, I remember Nintendo, probably about 250, maybe. <laughs> I looked that up. Yeah, I got, I got it on... I got a 2DS XL recently, and I bought this thing on on uh, on eBay. It's a it's a it's like a DS games. It comes with like 200 games on one. Disc. What? That's it just, awesome. It just works in the 2DS. There's a lot of Pokemon games on this. There's uh, a there's black, there's white, there's black version two, white version two, platinum. Uh, this this is so tiny. Soul Silver, Heart Gold, Diamond, Pearl. Ranger, Guardian Signs. There's a one, two, three, four. There's like five or six more. Yeah, there's a ton of shit on this. It's kind of neat. It was like 30 bucks. Get 200 games. That's awesome. Yeah, works for me. I, was like, I played red, blue, and I think gold and silver. Maybe yellow. I think those are the ones. That- I think there's one coming out for the Switch. Maybe that would be the time for me to try it. So I do have a Switch. I'm always looking for fun stuff. Fun Nintendo stuff to play on it. Switch. Everybody's got the Switch, and everybody wanted to play the Breath of the Wild game. Breath of the Wild was good. That was, yeah. I've only played, I played Wind Waker when I had my Wii U. So Wind Waker HD, and then I played Breath of the Wild. And then I just played on the 3DS, I just played uh, Link Between Worlds. That Mm -hmm. was good too, yeah. 
Makes me think. I'm I'm waiting on Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah, yes, that's gonna be cool. I played the first one last year. You did? Yeah, What'd the remaster. It was it, it was good. It was really cool. I like the story and all the characters. It just definitely didn't hold up mechanically for me never playing it and just going in for the first time. I'm used to all these mm-hmm. games that that run great, you know, when you're playing them, but it was like it was so weird. The camera controls on it are so old. But yeah. I still played through the whole thing and I appreciate it. I appreciated it. I had to look up some walkthroughs though I got stuck. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite video game. Yeah, I started Kingdom Hearts, the first Kingdom one, or Hearts. just the series? The series. I love the series, but it was kind of confusing. I hated that they um, they released a lot of the in-between games, like Chain of Memories and everything, like on the 3DS and stuff, where you couldn't play it. So then it's like, if you have the main system, then you could play 1 and 2, and then maybe Chain of Memories as a PlayStation 2 game, when they've moved it over to PlayStation 2. But you missed out on a lot of stuff if you didn't have a 3DS. Because a lot of the major plot points with, like, Organization 13 and, like, all this stuff later in the game, it's all tied to these in-between games that you have to play. So I had to wait for, like, the re- where they put the, the mixes, like, the final mix and everything, like, on a different console. Or you w- would watch, like, the YouTube game of where... Or not YouTube game. A YouTube, like, ex- commentary of where they would explain what happened in between. Because there's a lot of... It's a complex game. There's so much information that you miss if you don't have like the 3ds or a way to read the information and um birth by sleep and chain of memories because i don't know it it's like this giant web and you just hit the highlights with the playstation 2 and then yeah the 3ds games have like all this core information that's important to the story and then you miss out on that and i think i sat there and listened to somebody explain what happens in those game in between games for like two hours of them and it makes every it ties everything together so it was kind of frustrating that they didn't put that on the uh, main systems for a long time yeah i heard about that i have the get holes i have the ps4 (laughs) like one it has a bunch of shit on it it's like it's 1.5 remix or something it has Mm -hmm. i forget what games are on it i only played the first one there's the first one the second one's on there then there's like some other 382 days or something. How's mm-hmm. that? What's that? Oh, 365 and a half days. Is that what it is? I think so. There's like a proper way to say that title. Yeah. <laughs> Wish I could find it right here. There's so many games on her else I'd find it. Birth by Sleep. Birth by Sleep was a fun one. Uh, Whoa. Did I, did I hit that? No, I did it. Oh, I was just like, oh. My hand was like right next to my mic. I'm like, oh, no. You ruined the podcast. I'm oh! breaking everything. Oh no! No. Um, it's uh. It's some confusing title that takes a little <laughs> decryption. <laughs> it. Guys, we're figuring this out for you because I know everybody needs to know. Titles. Okay. Oh, three hundred fifty-eight over two. That's it. Day, <laughs> and then there's Birth by Sleep, Dream Drop Distance, and Chain of Memories. Yeah, I, um, wanna, I should play Dream Drop Distance. That'd be cool. I can get that on 3ds. Chain of Memories is fun, but the gameplay is really weird. Like you play, it's based off of like a card deck. Yeah, that's the one I saw. I was like, this is weird. Yeah, I didn't play I, it though. It was kind of hard to adjust to that. If the gameplay is kind of weird, then it's it makes it less interesting to play. I don't know. It kind of 
It's like, oh, I don't know. I don't understand this. It happened with uh, Final Fantasy twelve. It was, yeah. Final Fantasy twelve. It was really weird how you have to do so much to attack one time. I played Final Fantasy thirteen. Is that the that's the lightning series? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. Except it takes so much grinding at the end. I start skipping battles, and then I get to a boss fight, and I couldn't beat it. I'd spend two hours on it because I skipped all the other battles, and I wasn't leveled up enough. And I, ah, uh, whatever. So what I did is I was so interested in the story, though. I went on YouTube and just started watching it. It was like three or four hours of cutscenes left at at that point. I was so deep in the story. I was like twenty hours deep, and there was like three or four hours of cutscenes left that I watched on YouTube. And I enjoyed it though. It was kind of cool. And I have those. I looked forever for Final Fantasy 13. Cause like for some reason you can't find that game anymore. I looked and looked and I eventually found it at GameStop not too long ago. And, I was, and they had all three of them. I'm like, Oh yes, it's all here. <laughs> um, I played 10. 10's my favorite. Is it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't really have too much experience. I played 15. I loved 15. I haven't played 15 yet. Um, I've heard people say good things about it, though. Yeah, I just I hear from, like, that was the first one I played. So before that, I had no experience with it. Uh, then I played 13. But uh, but I but I heard from a lot of people that's really not Final Fantasy. It's so different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people love 7, 8, 9, and 10. A lot of people don't like 10, too. But I remember logging about 36 hours in a 10 on a Christmas break in high school. I think they're bringing 7, 9, 10, the 10 series. They're bringing those to Switch soon. I don't know if they're... Ooh. I think there might be straight ports. I don't think they're remastering them. I could be wrong. I think they're straight mm-hmm. ports, though. Yeah, I don't, okay. I don't really know. I don't really... I, got, I think I got stuck in 9. Yeah, I got stuck halfway through 9, and I couldn't get out, so... So you quit! Be, you so, yeah. quit! You're a, you're a quitter! <laughs> I got stuck. Twitter. No, I wanted to beat that game, but it was like in a spot where like you're stuck and like there's nothing you can do about it, and it sucks because you did so much to get there. Maybe I can find some way to get out of that. I don't know, but yeah, I it was sad. I'm like, no, I like nine though. Princess Garnet and Vivi, those are awesome characters, and yeah. That's awesome. So let's let's talk a little bit more about your acting. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know. We, we got anything coming up interesting? I see you're always on the grind looking for stuff. You're always constantly in motion. Yeah. Um. Well, next month I'm filming a feature film. Ooh. That's gonna be fun. It's a historical piece, so I'm really excited. I've this is my first historical feature. Okay. Which I'm excited about. I like historical movies. Um, so, yeah. Um, I should be able to say more about it at a later point. But I did find out, like, the lead of it apparently is a Tony Award winner oh. and a Laurence Olivier Award winner. So I was, like, pretty excited about that. I'm like, oh, cool. You know who it is or you don't even know? I don't even know. Uh, um, they they're very secret about that. They kept it secret. Like, the producer called and was like, hey, so we need you to come in for a fitting. I'm like, come in for a fitting tomorrow. I'm like, oh, okay, tomorrow. Okay, yeah, I'll be there tomorrow. Let me just get on the road. Um, But, yeah, they were telling me about the the lead actor, and they wouldn't give me the name. But I do know it's a a guy, like the main guy. We can nail this down. All right, let's start (laughs) start taking guesses. Where where, where do you live again? 
Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. So there's a lot of acting gigs around there. Or do you have to travel? I travel, and that's part of the fun. I really enjoy getting on the road and just traveling every which way. Um, there's a lot of stuff, of course, like Atlanta, um, and and I. The cool thing that I like about it is that the traveling part, but also that people are willing to put you up in a hotel and pay for your travel to go work. Nice. So, so it doesn't really limit you. You kind of c- just go where the work is. And yeah. I just, how, how do you? What do they pay for as far as travel? I mean, how do they get you there? Um, Fly, flying? Are you flying a lot? Yeah. Um, what they could do is I haven't flown. I haven't had a reason to fly yet. But if I do need it, they and if they want me for the role, they will um, pay your travel and fly you out there and put you in a hotel. And they will pay you, like, for the gig, too. It's pretty awesome. Um, I used to think, like, when I was in college and we were studying about, like, the entertainment business, that it was going to be a lot harder than that. But I really love where the industry is going because it's it's making it more accessible to everybody. And it doesn't – you don't have to be in, like, California or New York or Vancouver and stuff to do work. Like, I've heard different people from, like, around – I guess the southeast or near this area being able to go out to California and like be on a CW show. And one guy that I do know of was able to be on like a Sleepy Hollow show. The, oh. the Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. So it's cool. It, it makes me really excited about where it's going to go. Because um, I was worried for like going through college. I'm like, oh no, it's going to be New York or it's going to be LA or it's going to be Vancouver. I need to make decisions like where I'm supposed to move to and everything. So this way you kind of, you can kind of have your life. And I have so many animals. So I'm able to be around my animals and have that and then be able to also do what I like to do, you know? So yeah, yeah, I see. That's uh you can have it all. You yeah, can do what you, you love to do. And yeah, be with exactly. You always, you always feel like, yeah, you have to move. Like you were saying, New York or L.A. It feels like that's it. it voice acting is, is similar too, but it seems like voice actors have more flexibility towards they can just send auditions in. Like they can just record something at home real quick and send it over over like uh, an email or something. I feel like acting is more in person. They want to, you know fill out your they want to fill out your vibes and see how you are for the role i don't i literally have no <laughs> idea i'm guessing <laughs> i'm acting yeah. like i know what i'm talking about i'm just totally guessing <laughs> well that's a lot of what you do now yeah. like for acting you just you send in a tape and i think that's amazing because i mean it it's easier when you can record something and then give it your best and then send it in rather than walk into an audition room and stand in front of a bunch of producers i had to do that with the feature film audition mm-hmm. which was weird because that was the first time i've ever had to do an in-person audition like in a long time since like i guess around college or just right out of college so it was really weird to go in there and have to be in front of a lot of producers and i guess that's how it was like before i guess technology played a big role in it but i like the fact that i can just tape something really quick and then send it off and you can kind of spend time to memorize it. And then if you don't like that take, you can just do it again and again and again until you get it right. <laughs> How many times do you do it again? Because me, I'm like one of those guys that feel like every take would be there, – there would be something wrong with it. So I'd probably record it 150 times. Oh, I'm – it depends on the day. Some days I'm like, okay, I'm just going to do one take and that's going to just be it because then I'll just pick it apart. Because I'm a very critical person. Like I, I pick at my own stuff. I'll watch a, a take back and I'm like, no, I could do better. And then <laughs> one time I had a friend help me 
because sometimes you have to have somebody read with you um, for like a dialogue scene. So I had my friend come over, my friend Kelsey, and I was like, okay, we're going to rehearse this scene and we'll just do it a few times. It's fine. So she came over right after work around 1130 at night. She was a really good friend. She just came right after work at 1130 and we were just we ended up talking a lot between takes. She didn't get to go home until 4 a.m. Because I kept going, oh, let's let's do it one more time, one more time, one more time. <laughs> oh, we could do better than that. And I mean, just like small things because you have to do things. Like they put in instructions also when they they requested a, a taping that they want you to have this shot in there. They want a close up of your face or they want a, a full body shot to kind of get an idea of what you look like. Um, and then they'll say have this in a separate thing, do this. So you're trying to make sure you have all the components because if you get something wrong and don't send them exactly what they need, then there's a chance that they won't even watch your tape. Yeah, they'll look over it now. Yeah, so then I get really, really cautious about that. And then sometimes I'll get in my head about something like about um, how you say something. You know how like... If you're taping something, you kind of you have little quirks that you do, and it and they kind of stand out when you're trying to record something specific and you want to get it right. And it's just like sometimes, okay, this is a good example. Okay, I get frustrated with myself when I try to say my name, and it's something so simple, but like when you're saying hi, my name is Casey Tiller. If I get really like focused on trying to say that, I'll start slurring my name and I won't say it, <laughs> say it clear enough. And I'm like, they're gonna think that I'm saying okay Tiller because I'm going Casey Tiller, Casey. <laughs> and then I'll just like analyze it so much, and I'm like, nope. And then yeah, or I don't know, like I'll look a different way, or I'll accidentally look into the camera because for some things like the take won't be over and I'll, I'll just like mess it up right at the end. So then I just, I pick at it. And oh yeah. I imagine I, I do the same <laughs> thing. I do the same thing in podcasts. If I have to like, say like we come to the end of the podcast right here and we do our plugs and you're like, okay, I got to go. And I, like, we don't have, we don't have time to do like a real quick one minute intro. And I'll like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll fine. That's fine. I'll do it myself. And I'll do yeah. like a, I'll do it like 10 times. And I'm like, no, 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 that's not good enough. Do it again. No, nope, that's not good enough. You know, like, Nobody cares. And nobody cares. It's just I care, but nobody else cares. Like, no, yeah. no nobody cares how perfect it is. You know, I'm It'll not, be something that somebody doesn't even notice. Oh, and yeah, but I will, like, yeah. Like, oh, you're the spit in the back of my voice right there. Like, <laughs> yeah. Everyone's going to make fun of me. Everyone's going to poke at me. <sighs> yeah, I, I get it. I But I couldn't imagine adding film to that and, like, then you, you go to, like, a premiere and see yourself on camera. You're like, I couldn't even look. I'd be like, ah. Uh. Yeah, okay, I was at my mom's house. Um, my mom's cousin and uh, his wife, uh, they're, they're about to move to Washington. So they came up and visited us here in Fresno because they're not, they're not going to – they don't know when the next time they'll be take back here, right? And then um, my, um, my grandma's brother was the lead singer of Creedence Clearwater for a long time, John, Johnny oh. Tristale. He was the lead singer for like 22 years of Creedence Clearwater. So, but but they all know that. But my mom was like, "Oh, Sean did an interview with them on the podcast." Like, mom was like, "Where's the podcast?" I'm like, "Oh no, no, you're just gonna listen to the podcast when I'm sitting right here." They listened to like an hour of it. I'm just like sitting there, like trying to pretend like I'm not hearing it because I'm like, "Oh, God, this is terrible." They're like, "Yeah, this sounds great. It sounds like you have a calling." And I'm like, to me, I'm like, "Oh, oh, come on." I do that with watching it when i had to watch myself in brontosaurus on the because they they did it at the film festival so it was like on this big screen 
So, like, you're seeing yourself, like, magnified by so much, and people are watching it. And, then, yeah, I, it's hard for me to watch myself because then I feel like I want to just get in, like, this tiny shell and just be like, nope, I'm not here. Yeah, I'm not here, not here, not here, not here. And then people are like, oh, you did great. I'm like, okay, thank you, thank yeah, you. Yeah, you, you, you probably look fantastic. But to you, you're like everything. Like, oh, I smile <laughs> funny right there. Did I blink way too many times for a normal person blinking? Like, come on, what's going on? Look, oh, I got the hair yeah. right there. The hair's out of place. <laughs> I haven't seen Brontosaurus. Is it, is it available to watch? Yeah, um, it's on YouTube. Oh, the okay. The whole thing is on YouTube. We'll have to... Uh, send me a link or whatever, and I'll, I'll link it in the description. So if anybody wants to check it out, they can find a link in the description of the podcast. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's about a female MMA fighter. Yeah, I remember seeing that. I remember seeing, like, you're the lead, right? Mm-hmm. Did you kick ass? That was my first lead feature film role, and it was a lot of fun. It was really hard because, man, I do a lot of running and a lot of boxing or, like, you Yeah? Know. Did, you get tra- did you have a trainer, a nice, a cool trainer, or what? Um... I had, it was cool because a lot of local people got to help out. So, like, there was this guy that was an immature, immature, immature. He's he's so immature. (laughs) (laughs) This guy, he's always out there boxing and talking shit, acting like a kid farting. You know, he's totally immature. (laughs) He was an amateur MMA fighter, and, like, the director and he are, like, friends. So, they wanted to, at one point, both be MMA fighters or try to. So they knew a little bit about that. And I had a karate background, but I hadn't like done anything as far as MMA goes. But yeah, they would offer like tips and stuff. And it was cool. Um, there was one time where we actually lost the location while filming like the day of. They bla- they backed out on us on the day we were going to go over there and shoot. We were supposed to have a gym. So then the director was kind of, he kind of had a... I freak out because we're all sitting in his apartment going, okay, what are we going to do? And he's like, we're going to have to just cut the rest of the movie because everything revolves around this big fight. We'll just make it into a short film. And I'm like, no, 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 no. We can't, we can't like sacrifice this feature into a short film. So like we're all just sitting there just kind of figuring out what to do. And he's like, we're going to box with trash. We don't need bags. We don't need those fancy bags or a fancy rain. We're just going to do a street fight and trash for your training. I'm like, okay, well, that works. Let's do it. Let's yeah. go. And that ended up being like one of the best decisions we, we could do for the film because it just, it was different. And I think it added a lot of substance and character to the movie. Um, so we were boxing trash and there was this one scene. It didn't make it into the final cut, but it was cool. He was like, I want you to rip open that bag of trash and just throw it. Just go crazy. <laughs> so at one point, like I couldn't even like tear the bag open. So I'm just sitting there for a long moment going, Arr! and I finally stretch it and like throw trash and it just comes raining down. But we did a street fight and a parking garage and then it was like 40 degrees outside. And me and this girl were, were supposed to fight on just a piece of cardboard on some concrete and a tank top and sh- some shorts. And we were freezing. I couldn't feel my toes after a while. But I remember you're trying to make the fight look as realistic as possible. And it was pretty, she was going like intense. Um, she ended up punching me in the nose. Oh, a real punch. like, a, like a-, a, a real punch. And I did not see it coming. She just went wham. And I was like, Oh, and I, I didn't know if she broke my nose or not because it was that one time where like it rings your bell pretty yeah. much to where like I just saw spots and I just looked straight ahead and I could feel like all the blood in my face going straight to my nose. I'm like, I can't tell if my nose is broken or not. Did your but nose ha- bleed? No. Oh. 
So I, I, know, like, I know, I know. I've been, I remember being a kid and like hitting your, your nose or your face so hard on something and you're just like, oh, and just, it just, it feels hot. Like your yeah. nose feels real hot. You're just like stunned for a second. Like, whoa, what just happened? And yeah. then she ended up flipping me over and I hit my, like she slammed me down on the ground and I had bruises all over from where we were doing that. And she just kept like hitting me and I'm just like blocking. I'm like, she's actually hitting my arms. And at one point I did like an uppercut motion. And I heard her go, ow. And I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> 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 sorry. I was just trying. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, it worked. It worked really well, but yeah, it was, it was intense. And there was one long shot. We were trying not to mess up where they picked me up on the side of the road in the city and we drive in just one take drive down the highway and then into the parking garage and around the parking garage and then get out of the car in just one shot and we were trying not to mess that up but i was wondering if i was going to get kidnapped and they're going to go pick me up and then i'm not there because i got kidnapped off the side of the road because it was like just a sidewalk in this big city and i thought i'm over here they're gonna think i'm here for other intentions if i'm on a street corner and i'm trying to look like i'm not doing that i'm actually waiting for somebody to pick me up but yeah i didn't want to get kidnapped and i, I love like one shot takes in, in movies any I, I just i love it it's always looks it always looks cool it was a lot of fun there were so many things i got to ride a moped and that that was cool a moped and prior experience um i've not hadn't ridden one in a long time but i had one as a kid yeah, I've never, uh, I've never ridden one, so I was wondering if like it's tough or not. It was a different kind of moped than what I was used to as a kid, but I mean, it was. I think the one I had was electric. This one was like gas powered, like you can ride it on a highway and everything. And I was trying to figure out the controls. They just threw me on the bike, and they're like, "Okay, let's go film this." I'm like, "Okay, I need to figure out where the brake is." And then there's, I'm riding on a highway and there's police officers. I need to figure out where my turn signals are and like all this stuff. Cause they're, they're like, okay, we're going to get on the highway. You're going to go 45 miles per hour down that way. We're going to hit the red light and then hit the red light after that. And then we're going to turn around and go back that way. And I'm like, we're going in actual traffic. Oh no. Okay. Yeah. I can see how that would, yeah. Like we're going to drive with traffic 45 miles per hour right now. I don't have that much experience guys. <laughs> I turned around at one point on the highway and there was this giant trash truck behind me. I'm like, he's going to run me over and me in this moment. <laughs> I'm going to die. End of film. <laughs> Short film it is. <laughs> a lot of the time I was like, oh no, no, no. Go, 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 go. I was like freaking out sometimes. But it was a lot of fun. It turned out to be some really cool shots and riding a moped. At one point I did like a power slide too, trying to go up into that, this apartment complex to shoot it. <laughs> Let me do like a tail slide, like the fast and furious <laughs> shit. You're <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drifting and doing donuts, like unintentionally. That's awesome. Yeah, my my guy at my work rides a little scooter to work, and a couple weeks ago, he's like, he's like, you want to ride it? I'm like, yeah. So I just it's a little little cul de sac is where my job's at. So I just rode around in a circle a couple times, and oh, I was actually scared I was gonna get hurt. Like I wasn't even going fast, I was going like ten miles per hour. I just don't have experience. Like I don't, I haven't ridden a bike in years, and it just, it was just weird. It was you do that cool thing though. where you're like going fast, and then something really slow like passes you, and you're like, oh, I'm not really going fast. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Ugh. yeah, a little cat runs fast. You're like, Meow. Damn you! Yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was weird because I don't, I don't, my balance is just off. I don't have much balance. I've noticed as being a older fella i when i'm at the gym i can't run the treadmill without touching the sides i have to constantly like t tap them 
I could run fine down the street, but I kind of, you know, I don't have to stay perfectly in line. But on a treadmill, you got to stay in perfect, perfect with the speed and everything. And I can't do it. I have to keep t- touching the sides or hold on to them. I just can't do it. I don't have no balance. It's weird how um, when you get older, like things change and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> well, I mean, as, as a kid, like I had, I had rollerblades, I had skateboard, I had bikes. I did all that shit. And then when you get older and you just drive a car, a far, car that's on four wheels all the time, your balance is completely different. It's just totally adjusted. So you get on a moped or anything, you're just like, whoa, wait a minute. Then you, you look like, you know, when you're younger and you, you, have, you have a friend ride your bike and he's never really ridden a bike. And you're like, you, come on, it's just a bicycle, you sissy. You can't ride that? And you get older and you realize, oh, yeah, yeah. If you don't have that balance, you just don't have it. Mm-hmm. I act Gosh. like an, an old man, not a super old man. <laughs> how how old like, are you, Casey? I am 28. 28. I would have figured you were like a lot younger than that. Really? I, yeah. I'm told that. Yeah, well, I would have guessed. If you had asked me to guess, I would have said like 23. Really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. Hey, that's good for the line of work I'm doing. Yay. Yeah, you could play a high school You could play a high school kid comfortably. Like in, in a show. Like if you like wanted you to go on Now to an O and play like a high school kid. You know, because all those kids on Now to an O are like 40. <laughs> They're all like 30 years old and plus. Even like uh, Riverdale. Have you, have you seen Riverdale? Mm-hmm. I love that show. Yeah, you know, none of those are high school kids. They're like in their 30s. Or, like um, high School Musical was first out. They were like in their late 20s, weren't they? Yeah, but they can still play. Like Nobody nobody really cares. Even, um, what's that? Uh, what's the show where the girl commits suicide? 13 Reasons oh, Why. Oh, Reasons Why. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those, those kids are all super my age. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know, that's awesome because then that gives you time to do more of like the young girls. I did have to read something... I had a weird casting call where I had to read a mid-30s lady, and I was like, well, this is interesting. I've never done this before. <laughs> you stole a little gray in your hair? You got it? <laughs> ah, yeah. Do a, do a late 30s or mid-30s, Casey. Yeah, so, okay, where's my depends? <laughs> I like, want uh, porridge. <laughs> that made me think, um, in, in college, we did Lysistrata, that play. Um, it's about... Um, well, it's like, it's a Greek play where both sides, um, are fighting and the women decide that they are going to withhold sex from the guys in order to end the war. So it's like, that's the whole thing about it. But the funny part is that there's a chorus of old men and women in there. And I got to be in the chorus of old women. So we had walkers and canes and all of this stuff. And we had a fight with seltzer water. And it makes me just think of that because... We had wigs and those. I had cat eye glasses. Nice. Do you like yeah. doing plays? Or what do you like better? Do you like doing the film or do you like? Because I feel like plays and stuff like that would be a lot of fun. A lot of fun just to be in front of a crowd. Um, I I really enjoy doing theater. Um, but starting off as theater, it made it really hard to move over to film because everything in theater is so big. And every when you're acting on a camera, it's like you're not doing like hardly anything at all because you're for like this tiny lens. Um, but I really enjoyed some parts of it because a lot of the roles I got to play in theater were based off of real people. Um, there was like this show. I like really intense, powerful dramas. And I had opportunities where I could play stuff like that. Like there was Our Town, which um, is a small town kind of play where um, – this girl grows up, falls in love, and then she dies in childbirth. And 
she returns as a ghost and she doesn't want to pass on. She doesn't want to let go of her life. So then she kind of watches and yearns to be back on earth with her loved ones. And she knows that she can't and she has to pass on. Like that was an intense play and it was fun. But Radium Girls, that one sticks out as my favorite drama because you're playing, I had to play Grace Fryer and she's like, it's like back in the war where they had to paint radio dials with radioactive paint so it would glow. And they always took the paintbrushes and would um, make a point with the paintbrushes um, with their tongue and just lick, lick the brush to make it nice and pointy so they could paint on the dials and stuff. So that would give them radio radiation and they would develop cancer and tumors and everything. And the play kind of revolves around that. She makes friends in this factory while they're trying to paint radio dials. And she, her friends start dying around her from like cancer and all kinds of things happening to him so they're dying that's off dark that's dark and she, yeah and she is that fights based the, on real is that based on her yeah. wow it's based off of like probably I, I don't know if grace fryer was a real character but it was based off of people just like her that that happened and she fights the company that she was working for like the owner of the company and was like this is wrong um and trying to fight for the people that were wronged by you know radiation and having to do this and in the last part of the play she's like nearly she can't walk she has a tumor and everything and it was like a powerful moment where she was like my friends have died and I'm going to fight you until you make this right and that was like my favorite one of my favorite shows because it was so powerful um and then I got to do a Robin Hood play where there's a sword fight I loved stage combat nice we got to fight with broadswords, and it was cool because um, one of my theater professors wrote it, and it was called Robin Hood, Marion's Revenge, and Maid Marion comes back as this badass, where she's like, I'm going to fight Sheriff Nottingham, and, it, and there's like this big fight with broadswords, and we were fighting, and those broadswords, I had no idea like that they were super sharp, like you're not supposed, like he never sharpened them because they were used for class, but sometimes if you use the broadsword wrong... And just kind of um, when you're cleaning off the the burrs off of it, if you hold it a certain way, you're sharpening the sword. And that's what we were trying to avoid in classes. He's like, don't do that. You're going to sharpen the sword. So we were doing the fight and we were rehearsing. And there's this part of this fight where he grabs the sword. And the guy I was fighting with, like, you ha- you can take it at half speed and three-quarter speed and full speed. And you always t- you never do a fight at full speed because you're doing choreography and you're just trying to go with choreography and work with your partner. You don't want to do it too fast because if they're not ready for you, somebody could get hurt. So this guy liked to go a little bit past three quarter speed, which always made me nervous and it made the fight look really real because I'm trying to remember the choreography and get the heck out of Dodge. So at one point he's like swinging the sword really fast and I'm ducking and everything. And there's this one move where he takes the sword and does this giant circle and he goes and like spins And I have to jump back like that or he's going to slice my guts open. And I'm like, okay, well, the sword's not that bad. Well, one time he got too close to the curtain and did that move. And it sliced this big velvet curtain behind him of the theater. And I thought, that could have been my my skin and my guts would just fall out. (laughs) But it it looked real. It would make for an awesome scene, yeah. (laughs) I was actually dodging. Like, it it was real because I was really trying to get out of the way. (laughs) That sounds fun. Yeah, I can It sounds really fun. Yeah, I, sword fights were probably my favorite. I got to do a lot of stage combat, and then I got to do like Treasure Island, where I played a pirate, and that was—I got to play a blind pirate, blind Pew from 
Treasure Island. Did you have two? Uh, did you have two patches on your eyes? <laughs> I um, they had a bandage for me to wear, and then I had a cloak. It was really cool, and I got to do this really creepy voice because it was like this evil leader that had. I don't know. It was really cool ordering How's his the voice. Go. Do you remember it? Gosh, it was like a Cockney thing. Oh, I, I, I have a video of it. Maybe I think somebody taped a video of it. I think I could probably get a video of it and then post it. But I can't. I can't remember. I'm afraid my Cockney is going to be really bad. But I, I can't think of anything to say. I was like, um, gosh, I don't. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Do it. Like, um, it. no one's going to judge you. Just try it. I'm trying to think of something to say from Treasure Island. Oh, um, I'll just go for it. It's going to be awful because I haven't done this accent in a long time for the show because I did Treasure Island 2013. So that was like five years ago. Gosh. So I was like, oi, I, I'm Blaine Pugh. I'm a pirate. I, 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 matey. <laughs> blind, but I was like, that was blind people. That was my Dick Jones voice. I was playing pirate Dick Jones that dies of on the island. But I was like, oi, oi, captain, oi, oi, captain, I am going to climb up this ship and I'm going to mop the poop deck. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> the poop deck. <laughs> I don't know. I just said a bunch. <laughs> I like and it. Then, it's awesome. I've noticed the further we got in this conversation, more your southern draw came out a little bit. You're getting a, it's coming out a little bit. And I was like, okay. Because in, in the beginning, you just sound like a California girl. But now I can <laughs> hear that Tennessee. Yeah. I think Blind Pew was more of like really old. I was like, I, I, I'm Blind Pew. I am Blind Pew. Clean the poop deck. I I was just it was a weird I got in the I made this character voice and I I'm I can barely remember how it was but it was it was cool where I just I didn't even have a cane they didn't even give me a cane to walk around with so I just assumed that he could feel the vibrations in his feet and he was just really his sensory levels were really high and he was just a badass that's villain that's awesome that sounds like fun so it was cool because then there was like a fight where. This guy was terrified of me, and I was trying to find him. I was like, "Where is he? Where is he?" And then I'm—he's like running around trying to throw things to kind of take me off the trail of trying to find him in this room. And it was really cool. It was a fun little game. But people were like, "You scared me!" As like Blind Pew, he was like a scary pirate, and I was like, "Cool." <laughs> so it was yeah. fun building that character. Yeah, that sounds like yeah. that sounds like a cool experience. I wish I would have been more open to things like that when I was younger. I could have done all kinds of cool shit that I didn't do. Yes, still do it. Still yeah, do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Do a theater show. Go audition. Like yeah. that would be. I'm so lazy. I go to work. My work kicks my ass. I get off, play video games. It's all the time I got. Podcast every once in a while. That's it. Casey, I'm done. <laughs> I no more energy left. But yeah, uh, let's we'll, we'll wind the podcast down right now. But uh, okay. I mean, you're free to come back anytime if you want. Me and Alyssa started this new game-oriented game episodes called Game Chat. You can always join <laughs> us there if you want. Come in and just Wait. nerd out and talk about some video games. That would be awesome. Yeah. So let's, let's get to the end. So let's get to the end. Okay. How do we do this? Let's have your, uh, let's have your guy. Your, uh, what's his name? Dick? What's his name? <laughs> Dick what? 
Dick Jones? Dick Jones. Let's have Dick the Jones. Pirate? Let's have Dick Jones tell everyone, uh, let, let's get to the wrap-up part of the show. Clean the poop deck. <laughs> oh, we... We are approaching the end of this, the podcast. We're going to end the the podcast after we swap the poop. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to the wrap Hey, yo, Freeman. Yo, what's up, Iams? Dude, what's left to do? Come on, man. Wrap it up, son. Go now. Go, go, go. Okay. Oh, no, okay. no, hurry. no hurry. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I have... A gaming stream. I stream on YouTube. My username on YouTube on there is Casey Tiller, first and last name K A C Y T I L L E R. I stream there Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, and I also do Twitch. My username on Twitch is Sage Skyhaven. That is S A G E S K Y E H A V E N. And I do that on the weekends. Um, Sage Skyhaven? Sage Skyhaven. Sage That's- Skyhaven. Yeah. And then I have a Twitter and an Instagram, and my tag on there is Casey Tiller, first and last name, K-A-C-Y-T-I-L-L-E-R. Um, and I have a Facebook page, and that is facebook.com slash actor Casey Tiller. That's my social media. You know, I could be like at the real Casey Tiller. Come on. You, know, you ain't <laughs> real. You gotta be at the real. You know you made it when you're the real. You know, like so, Somebody's gonna make that, and I'm like, no, they're not the real one. That's me. <laughs> Who's gonna take all your photos and like throw a filter on them? Throw like a like, aging filter. The real Casey Teller. I've had this account for years. I'm like, no. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna also post a link to. If you send me a link to that Brontosaurus, I'll stick it in the notes and I'll post it uh, with in the podcast notes. Sweet. Okay. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a link to Brontosaurus. Yeah, yeah send me a link because I was looking on here. Ooh. Uh, I was trying to look while you were talking about it, and I was just coming up with dinosaurs and stuff. So I was like, <laughs> maybe I'm spelling it wrong. I'm not very good oh, at spelling. It's in a tricky place. It's on the director's YouTube page, and the director, well, his username on there is Real Vagabonds, and it's real R E E L V A G A B O N D S. Real Vagabonds. M I C K E Y M O U S E. I was like, I had to think about how to spell that one. I don't. I couldn't. I couldn't spell it. See, he's got it. He's the real one, even though it's real, like film real. But yeah, that guy's cool. He's got it down. Yeah. Pretty cool. You guys can find my podcast on Twitter at awkward underscore podcast. You can find me on Twitter, my personal account at they call me Iams. If you guys want to play some video games and nerd out, do some stuff like that, you can find me. My gamer tag is also they call me Iams. I'm on the Hush Your Face Network, so shoot over to hushyourface.com. Check out all the other podcasts. Horrible Gamers is on there. The Almost Middle Age Show is on there. You know, we're talking about middle aged people. These guys are some middle aged people. Brand X, there's a lot of podcasts. You guys, go check them out. Random Ramblings of Raw podcast. He's on there. All the other good stuff. Uh, you could find me on Instagram at horribly awkward show, maybe or horribly awkward podcast. I'm I'm on there as something. One of those. I'm on there. I swear. Um, I'm on Facebook. Horribly awkward. You can drop me a voicemail if you want five one zero six hundred three four seven five or an email at horribly awkward podcast at gmail I think we reached the end. Mighty go swap the poop deck.
I will give you 30 seconds to end this podcast. I want you to go swap the Pope Duck. You may listen to the podcast while you're swapping the Pope Duck, but make sure that Pope Duck is clean. And, yeah, no experience. I could take your, I could take all your work right now, Casey. But I'm a nice guy, so I'm not gonna. As Gidget would say, peace out, Brussels sprouts. Hey, it's the S to the M and the L to the Issa. Slam against in the house to drop your listen. Poor whiskey, backward cock flies. Merrily sock, bird telling cat. Destiny doctor down cat. Carelessly squandered lamb. Heavenly slaughtered broadcast. It's the horribly awkward podcast. Enter the podcast! In the left wing, we have Casey Tiller, who took an actual punch during the filming of this movie. And in the right corner, we have Sean, who's too sissy to show up. He's hiding behind a bag of pillows. Oh, yeah. That's a horribly awkward show. Your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears, bringing fresh funky pods with a fresh funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us, sick ass pods that'll make you hush. WWW hush your face. WWW hush your face. WWW hush your face.com.